Welcome to the SSU Career Chat, brought to you by the Sonoma State University Career Center. I'm Callie. I'm Ashley. And I'm Lily. Thanks for listening in. If you're wanting to learn more about major to career exploration or career outlook, then you're in the right place. We've got a great episode for you all, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the SSU Career Chat. In this episode, we are going to dive into some ways that education paths at Sonoma State led to career paths that students created for themselves. I am going to be interviewing our two guests, who both happen to be communications majors that graduated from Sonoma State University and have created their own separate small businesses. I have Melanie Raymond here today sharing a little bit about her clothing business with us. So I know graduation was a few years ago for you, but tell me how you got to Sonoma State and what made you choose this school? Sure. So Sonoma State is actually just an hour and a half away from my hometown. So I was looking for something pretty close. Plus, uh, one of my best friends in high school was going to Sonoma State as well. So it helped having a little buddy to uh, apply to the same school as me and be roommates as well. Fun. You had a little friend come with you. So tell me about your experience at SSU. Were you in any clubs or have any extracurricular activities that interested you while you were here? Yeah, my main goal going into Sonoma State or college in general was to join a sorority just because I'm a very social person. And so obviously I joined a sorority my first semester with AGD and I was so excited that I got that sorority. And I also was in a club called Turning Point USA, which is a political club that I founded and I was president of for two years as well. And uh, with the sorority, I also held a few positions. So um, I was definitely always on campus doing something. And I'm sure your involvement probably helps you out. Where you Definitely. It has helped me out with jobs and adding that to my resume. So it definitely helps being social and putting yourself out there for sure worth it. So what major did you end up choosing while you were here? I actually wanted to um, go to college and then join the military afterwards, surprisingly. But I saw my grand big in my sorority tabling for K-Sun, the radio station. And I was talking to her about it because I came in undeclared and I was talking to her about it. She's like, oh yeah, this is a great major. You get to do all these things and have a radio show if you do this class. So she pretty much talked me into being a comms major and it's a pretty general uh, major, I'd say, where you can pretty much go into so many different careers. So I thought it was like the perfect career option for me, especially because I wasn't sure if I was joining the military or doing something else. I did not know. (laughs) Honestly, that's how we kind of all, I feel like, come into that. Now, I know that you were a communications major, but did you have any other major in mind when you first did come here? Yeah, I was going to do political science as well. I felt like it kind of related to the military a little bit because I wanted to do something along the lines of a government job. However, I took a few classes like political science classes and I found out it was just not the best fit for me. It was the comms classes that I enjoyed a lot more. (laughs) I guess is what you have to go through and kind of figure that one out. Definitely. Now, what was your first job out of college after graduation with your communications degree? 
I actually was pretty lucky. I got a job in Bakersfield. It, I wouldn't say very lucky because I wasn't a fan of the area, but I got a job as a marketing administrative manager for Habitat for Humanity. And I was working at their affiliate office in Kern County, Bakersfield. And I pretty much did all things social media. So um, I, I was definitely lucky having that job right out of college. So now you've introduced yourself. What do you do now? What I do now is after working at Habitat for Humanity during the pandemic, I lost my job at the beginning of last year. And so I had to figure things out real quick. I've always wanted to do something along the lines of fashion and beauty. And having a part-time job in college, working at Bow and Arrow Clothing, it definitely opened my eyes that help me be a little bit more confident and start my own business. So I thought it was the perfect time to create Milky the Label, a small clothing boutique that's online. And yeah, it definitely pushed me with the pandemic because I had to figure out something real quick of how am I going to make money right now? Cause I don't have a job. <laughs> I think that's the position we're all in. So I'm glad you figured it out. Now, how do you think your education kind of influenced this part of your career path? I think my education at Sonoma State definitely helped because I took a, a lot of courses that are along the lines of media or just with case sign and getting myself out there, especially with my internships. I had an internship with a radio station um, that's in Sonoma County. And so I had to do a lot of digital marketing with that and going out and tabling for them as well for the radio stations and promoting. So it has related to this a lot with my business because I have to promote myself. I have to market myself. And um, yeah, this, this degree has definitely uh, motivated me as well and gave me the right experience to start this business as well. Now, do you think that there would be any majors that would have helped or minors that maybe you could have taken that would have helped in your process through this business? I wish I did something along the lines of business. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that definitely would have helped me out because that is something I kind of lack at with taxes and um, managing your money. Cause I want to do all the fun things like taking pictures, marketing myself, but as soon as I have to start budgeting and things like that, I, I definitely, I, I definitely lack that. So I wish I did a major along the lines of business, but math is just not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I would agree with you on that one. Definitely a learning curve, but I guess we all have to figure it out at some point. So what made you really want to choose to open this specific business? I would say working at Bow and Arrow Clothing as my part-time job in college, I was learning because it is such a small business and it was a woman-owned locally run business. It, we were such a small team that I got to learn a lot about how to uh, order clothing, get your wholesale license and basically run that business. And I didn't realize, not saying it's easy, but I didn't realize that like anybody can do it if you just motivate yourself. Like there are a few things you have to get through to make it a legal business, but um, working there has definitely inspired me to open up my own business because I couldn't keep working there because you obviously don't get paid enough, especially to live in Sonoma County, but um, I am definitely grateful for working at Bow and Arrow Clothing for sure.
Also, well, go check it out. Bow and arrow. It's great. So how did you start the business? I know that you probably, you did start from literally nothing. So where did you even think of beginning to start? Um, I have always been a pretty good saver when it comes to my money. So I saved a lot when I was working at Habitat for Humanity. And once I accumulated enough money to where I felt comfortable to start off with a little bit of inventory, I had to go down the list of what things I need to do in order to buy clothes in general, choose the clothing I want to sell. So I watched a lot of YouTube videos and surprisingly was on like small business TikTok as well. And so I learned how to get an or how to choose the type of business. So I got an LLC, how to get your EIN number for taxes, how to get your seller's permit. So I would like to thank YouTube and TikTok for teaching me how to do all of that stuff. <laughs> all that social media, it's just the best. I know. So are you doing this on your own or are you running this business with someone else? This business, I started on my own at the beginning, but it has always been an idea that I've brainstormed with my friend who was my roommate the past, the last two years in college. And she has definitely helped me throughout this process. At the beginning, it was just me. But then um, once she saw how well I was doing after I launched the website, she was like, hey, if you need help, I could totally help out. So she, Emily has definitely helped out with a lot of the legal stuff because there's so much paperwork and she's definitely helped me because I've missed a few things and whenever I need somebody to help me with photos for the website she's there or somebody to help me with taxes she's there so she's the behind the scenes kind of gal that has definitely helped me out always nice to have someone and I guess you do have to have someone when you're running your own business because it's hard to have your hands on literally on top of everything because yeah. it's a lot of work so getting into the legal stuff, how does that work? And how did you really, I know that you said TikTok really helps you out. And how do you go about trying to figure out what you actually have to do and making sure you actually have those licenses and things that you need to run a business? Yeah, I had no idea about any of these kind of forms or anything because working at Bow and Arrow, I got to do all the fun stuff. I got to sell the clothing, market the clothing on the website, on social media. And so um, I had no idea where to start. And I actually asked a few sorority sisters who are business majors, uh, what kind of business do I have to like create? Like, I know it's a small business. It's not some corporation. So what do I have to do? And they, most of them said, just start with an LLC and go from there. So once my sorority sisters told me about the LLC, I was like, okay, so now I have to get an EIN number. Now I have to get a business bank account. It can't be your personal. Now I have to get a wholesale license. So uh, I definitely regret not being a business major, but... <laughs> Uh, YouTube has definitely helped me out in going on the California.gov website too, because California, uh, their personal, not their business website gives you a lot of information to start businesses. They are there to help you. They want you to create a business in the state of California. Well, that's something good to know. <laughs> um, what were some what was like one or multiple, I guess, major obstacles that you have faced doing this? Because I'm sure you've had some challenges doing this on your own. Well, a lot of it on your own. Yeah. 
Um, the biggest challenge I think was playing the waiting game of filing all the paperwork and uh, figuring out the taxes and stuff like that because that's not the fun stuff that's not the stuff I want to do, although you have to do it and be a big girl and make everything legal and nothing illegal with the business. I would say the paperwork and taxes is the hardest part for me because I know nothing about that I was learning everything as I went, but um, Another thing that I thought was a challenge for me is if a product was like defective or if there was a hole in it or we have returns, obviously it's not fun to deal with returns or exchanges because you want everybody to be happy, but you got to have that good customer service to, you know, sell that good stuff. <laughs> No, you definitely, I think everything you're doing, I think it sounds like you're doing it right. So now do you sell to, do you just the United States or everywhere else? I also sell internationally. However, I found out real quick that shipping is so much more expensive and there's a whole other tax bracket you have to do outside of the United States. And so I really don't market myself for international um, customers. However, I do have a few ambassadors with my company um, who are international and I have had orders in the UK and Canada. So it, it is more pricier to do that. However, um, I am still open to selling internationally and I have that op option on my website. Well, if being in expanding to different places, I'm sure is something exciting for you. So, and you said that you had ambassadors, ambassadors. So what do those ambassadors do? Yeah, I have brand ambassadors. And so I created a TikTok um, saying that I want to find girls or anybody who I felt represented my brand and I think would look good in the clothing and advertise me all while they get their own discount code for themselves and a discount code for their followers. So it's pretty much a win-win. They purchase something for my store at a discounted price and then they advertise it on their social media, show their friends, their followers, and their followers get a personal 10% off discount. So I have almost 100 girls who are brand ambassadors, all buying items and advertising the clothing. So um, it's a three-month program, and I'm actually opening up the applications again next month. So uh, yeah, it's a really great program, I think, that I definitely recommend other small businesses to do because it really gets your name out there. How exciting and definitely a good way to advertise and, like you said, get your name out there and expanding your business. So along those lines, do you have any plans on expanding your business? Yeah, I actually do. My main goal is I've always wanted a warehouse. I've always wanted a large clothing brand where I imagine us having a large warehouse and just specifically online. Uh, we do do pop-up shops here and there, but with COVID and a lot of regulations, it's you can't really be around a lot of people. So uh, my main goal is to, um, we are saving up money and hopefully going to have a warehouse very soon. Well, that is exciting and something to look forward to. And I know the pandemic is really just affecting everything. How is it making things a little bit different for you? I know you said something about the pop-up shops. 
But other than that, is there anything else that has kind of been affected or is a majority of your business online? So it still is okay. Yeah, I haven't had many issues um, because we recently started these pop-up shops just a few months ago. However, it's definitely like stopped us for from doing more because all the pop-up shops have just been like at my neighbors who have other small businesses do it. So it definitely prevents us from going to other public places. So I, it's definitely holding us back from um, showing people who don't know anything about our company, but hopefully when everything gets a little better, we can do more public events. Um, and I do know things in like Los Angeles are starting to do things like that again. So um, we are currently signing up to be vendors to, um, do pop-up shops again. So when things get a little better, hopefully we can do that more often. It is just a waiting game, but I'm hoping the same for you too, because this is rough on everyone, mm -hmm. especially small businesses. Yeah. Now, do you find the industry that you're in to be, I know clothing is in fashion is competitive, but do you feel that that has been a challenge for you? Um, I haven't found it to be much of a challenge because I have focused a lot of my marketing with TikTok and you can only sell to your friends and family for so long and you really have to venture outside of that and find people you don't know because your parents, your friends, your siblings can only buy so much. And so using TikTok has definitely uh, expanded my business, expanded my customers um, with posting the videos and stuff. Like I've had a few videos blow up and it's definitely um, helped us out for sure with expanding our business. So I definitely like to thank TikTok and their algorithm for helping us out with that. <laughs> Honestly, social media is the way to go with all this stuff. Definitely yeah. see the business. Now our time is coming to an end. So do you have any recommendations for people who are looking to start their own small business? Um, yeah, I definitely say you, I, I definitely say you can reach out to any small business that you see on Instagram, that you see online, that you see on like social media. They are there to not only sell their stuff, but I, I'm sure they are just like me where they are more than happy to help you out because they started not that long ago and how to start from the ground up. I still have sorority sisters hitting me up uh, to asking me how I did it. Um, so definitely feel free to even reach out to me. Check out my website, milkythelabel.com. I have an email on there uh, that you can reach out to our customer service, our customer service stuff too. And uh, definitely, um, don't be shy to reach out to people uh, who do have small businesses because I'm sure they will be happy to help. Well, thank you so much for your recommendations and for telling us your experience. I love to have you today. I loved having you today and I'm glad that everyone else gets to hear about your experiences too. So thank you so much, Melanie. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Definitely feel free to reach out to me if whoever's listening has any questions about starting their own small business. Uh, you can reach out to me on my personal socials or on Milky. We're Milky the Label on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, TikTok, all that. Next up is Sammy Glatt. Graduating a few years ago from Sonoma State, she recently launched her new business, 
Lifted Spirits Co. Mobile Bar was founded right here in Sonoma County, but will be moving to Bend, Oregon in the upcoming months. Time to see what advice Sammy has for us to get the ball rolling. Thank you so much, Sammy, for being here today. I know that you graduated a few years ago from Sonoma State. Um, if you could tell me how you got to Sonoma State and your experience getting there. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so I grew up in Los Angeles, the big city. Um, and as amazing as my childhood was, I really wanted a change of pace and a change of scenery. Um, and I, try, I, I looked at a bunch of schools, I applied to a bunch, and I didn't feel the same feeling that I felt until I got to Sonoma State. Um, and I seriously fell in love. I just kept saying to my mom, like, I can see myself studying there and there and there. Didn't ever work out that way. Like I never studied at those places, but <laughs> um, I loved the school and everyone that I met was super sweet and genuine. And I just felt like I'd fit in. So I chose Sonoma State and it was the best decision I ever made. <laughs> it was like your new home away from home, I guess yes. I would say. So yeah. how was your time here at Sonoma State? What clubs were you in? And really, how was your entire experience? I know it was a few years ago, but definitely yeah. some good years in there, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't believe it was already two years ago. It's almost Oh my gosh, almost three now. Ew, I don't want to think about it. But um, yeah, my experience at Sonoma State started off pretty rocky and then it turned into like the most amazing thing ever. Um, I had a really fun roommate. I'm sure many people can relate to that. Um, she wasn't actually fun. It was pretty awful. Um, and it was like, I was super homesick and I was not getting like I just didn't find my niche until I joined Alpha Gamma Delta the sorority um and I literally found my crew and it was like a whole transformative experience because the first two months I was like this is gonna be so scary and crazy and I'm not gonna definitely not stay and then it turned into I can't imagine myself leaving. So um, it started off pretty rocky, but ended up amazing. And once I joined AGD, I got to kind of figure out myself and what I liked. And I switched from business, from being a business major to a communications major. Um, and with the sorority, I planned their philanthropy event, Lip Jam, um, and I found my love for event planning, and I joined ASP, Associate Student Productions, um, which I got to plan events for the students. Um, any and all events that were had, we planned them all. It was super fun. Um, and that kind of brought me to where I am today from my experience at Sonoma State. It got me, you know, many opportunities in Sonoma County um, that opened this new door. So my journey and started rocky, but ended amazing. <laughs> and you still have a lot to go. Well, it gives everyone a little bit more motivation to keep going. <laughs> Please do. You can do this. <laughs> So you said that you started off as a business major and then went to communications. Yes. What kind of made you transition into a communications major? Um, economics was really hard. 
<laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I've really thought that communications was more my speed. I loved media and PR. I originally thought I was going to go into PR and then I realized I'm not a mean person. Um, <laughs> and I was, I realized I wanted to be an event planner and um, I knew that communications would probably open the most doors for me. Um, and I, you know, got comfortable with the professors. Um, I was really close to my sorority advisor whose husband um, is a amazing professor at SSU in the communications department. Um, and I kind of found my little family in there and I was like, you know what? it's time for a switch. Um, and I am so thankful that I, that I did that. So I know there's a lot of people that think like their major is the end all be all, but Hey, you can switch no matter when <laughs> and you will find the right fit for you. I know that. <laughs> and definitely more opportunities too. You find yourself too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now that we know a little bit more about you and how you kind of got there, what do you do now? Yeah. So before COVID, I say PC, pre-COVID, um, I was an event consultant for an event rental company. So I designed and executed um, lots of weddings, but all kinds of events. Um, it was mm, probably the best job I've ever had. Um, I got that job because I was a, an event manager for a venue, um, McAvoy Ranch. Right after college, I got that job. Um, and it opened a bunch of doors for me. So I, I started as an event consultant, um, probably like six months after I was with McAvoy. Um, and I wanted to find, I wanted to discover the roles behind events. I wanted to learn everything rather than just like planning and managing. I wanted to also learn design. So that's why I switched roles. Um, and I learned a lot about the rental industry and, you know, lots about bars and renting equipment and things like that, which when COVID struck, um, the event industry took a huge hit and we, they, my company laid off a lot of people and I was one of them. Um, and as negative as that was and as scary as that was, it opened my eyes to what could be. And I opened my own business called Lifted Spirits Co. Um, and it's a boutique mobile bar. <laughs> so I kind of combined my love for event planning and my love for the rental side of things and designing um, and created a boutique mobile bar that's um, available for rent. Uh, you can rent the bar and um, myself and my significant other as bartenders um, for any and all events. It's pretty surreal that this happened during this time because yeah. events weren't even a thing for like the first six months of this so it was really scary to start during COVID but um, we have taken off and things are looking really good. <laughs> Sounds like you're definitely making it work now were the jobs before how did those jobs kind of prepare you and help you in your own business now? Yeah that's a great question. Um, when I graduated Sonoma, I had no idea what I was going to do, where I was going to go. Um, I was, you know, debating on moving back to Los Angeles because there's so many opportunities there. 
And then I realized my connections and my crew were here. You know, I had a lot of um, experience planning weddings. I did that kind of on the side at Sonoma. Um, and so I met a lot of vendors through it and, you know, tried to discover what was, what my niche was. Um, and so when I finally figured out that I, you know, I wanted to go into this role and I, I got my job at McAvoy, um, it started off as just the coordinator and quickly turned into the event manager for the entire property because the, my boss went on maternity leave like three months into me being there. It was very terrifying. Um, but that prepared me a lot. <laughs> um, it taught like me it, how to, yeah. you know, deal with difficult clients and kind of create events that, you know, maybe I didn't particularly love or anything it, it kind of it just taught me how to manage a group of people it taught me how to be kind of an advocate for my clients it was and an advocate for the property so I was kind of like the liaison between two different entities um and same thing with my event consultant role um I you know I learned all about the rental industry and contracting and the permits and insurance and all that fun, super fun stuff. Um, and Important. Important. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, when I, when eventually my boyfriend and I sat down and we were like, look, like we can really do this. Um, I didn't, I mean, I believed in it, but I was like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a pipe dream. And then we found a trailer, we converted it. Um, and then I started, you know, getting inquiries and talking to people. I'm like, wow, this is actually a really good idea. Like, you know, people really like this. And it, 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 the, my other jobs just gave me the opportunity to be confident. Um, and even my experience at Sonoma made me, you know, my work ethic and, you know, I might not know exactly what we needed to start a business, but because of my commitment to Sonoma and to my other jobs, I was like, you know what, we can do this. It's okay. Like we got this. So I think everything that led up to now helped me along the way. See, and we don't realize it until after. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I was like, yeah, okay, I don't need this, but you do. <laughs> And I'm sure it probably, I'm sure it probably wasn't fun while it was happening, but after you realize hmm, maybe it was worth it. It's <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> now did, were those jobs, did you get those jobs right out of college or did, was there another job that you had prior to those two? So I got very, very fortunate. And on May 18th, when I graduated, that next week I started at McAvoy. So I Let's really like, I went into a full-time job and I don't know how I got that lucky, but <laughs> it was, it's it, very thankful and it definitely shaped me to be who I am. So, <laughs> and we can all wish for that because that really is. you. Hey, my advice would be to apply, 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 because if you apply to 10, you're going to hear back from five. So Oof, that motivation. You gotta yes, you have to. <laughs> now, did you, how did you really start? Like, I, I know that it was in the middle of the pandemic, which probably didn't make it any easier, but <laughs> just from the beginning, how did, how did you decide yeah. that this is exactly what you wanted to really do, I guess? So that's, I'm trying to like, I haven't been, we've been asked that question, but it's also been like, 
kind of like as a couple, we've been asked that question, but as like a, my personal self, I've wanted to have my own business since I was like four years old because my dad had his own business and I saw that you can be successful and work for yourself and be, can I cuss? <laughs> um be a bad no ah. there you go there you go honestly I don't really even know what you're saying, um that you can work hard and you can make it a living for yourself um and I've always been super drawn to that idea I was like oh my gosh I would love having my own career um especially as an event planner when I got that dream I knew that you can probably make create my own company as an event planner you know so I always had a kind of dream that I wanted my own business um but I knew that I would have to like kind of work from scratch for it and like figure out you know I know I knew it was going to take some time to get there I didn't know that it was going to be literally two years after I graduated school but I'll take it (laughs) um and you know when the pandemic hit both my significant other and I lost our jobs um and it was seriously terrifying um we had to you know withstand our bills and take care of ourselves and we had no income so we were like okay well we moved in with his parents to save money um you gotta do what you gotta do and we sat down and really talked about both of our skills and our dreams and our five-year plan and we said we can do this and my Um, boyfriend is a professional bartender and I'm an event planner so we kind of just put two of them together and I didn't know that this was like a whole community of mobile bars until I like finally started doing my research and things but it's like actually a really big idea I thought I was really cool and started it myself (laughs) I did not um (laughs) but we connected with another mobile bar company in Sacramento um through a mutual friend and they've kind of been our mentor um if you you know if you can get a business mentor because I don't know what I would do without Allison. Um, her company is Bella Venture Mobile Bar, and they have five bars, and they're so successful. So it's been amazing to have her as a mentor. Um, and she's kind of, you know, helped me along the way. You know, what what licenses do we need, and how to get, you know, insurance and permits, and make everything happen. And you know it's, it's really daunting at first, but it was, it's been so rewarding being able to be our own boss and be this like passionate about something that I feel so strongly about. Like, I, I just love it. (laughs) Now, I know that you do have some help with Allison, you said, but what, how else do you go about having to figure out you have the right licenses and kind of all that kind of stuff and building your business where do you go to look for things yeah well it was like really trial and error at first um before we connected with Allison I was like okay let's start from the very beginning what do we need to turn ourselves into a business well we need a name we need some sort of you know whether it was a limited liability company so an LLC or are we gonna be a corporation, you know, things like that. We had to figure out logistics and are we gonna have employees, which we don't technically have employees. We do them by like, if we have an event of greater than over a hundred people, then we will hire, you know, kind of special event people. 
Um, but it really, to start from the beginning, I, I'm looking at my whiteboard because I still have the to-do list on there because I was like, it's so fun to see like where we come from. Um, so we needed to get, you know, tax information, all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, like, I don't know any of this. I was yeah. not a business major in college. <laughs> I, my significant other also was not, he was also a communications major. So like both of us little people over here were like, all right, we're kind of throwing ourselves into the wild here, but research. I did so much research. I Google is your best friend. Um, and I literally would just type in like mobile beverage, like licenses and things like that. And, you know, we kind of put it all together and we're like, wow, okay. Like we did this. And then we met Allison and I was like, can you cross check everything that we did? Cause I have no idea if we did it right. And she looked at everything and she's like, you did, you know, if, as long as you put your mind to it and you, can do the research yourself and you call the right offices and people you you know are set like you can do it <laughs> it's daunting but you got this <laughs> you really did start from the bottom and you literally started from the bottom now are you guys up and running right now I know that it is corona time but yeah it's the lovely covid um so currently we are still under construction which is kind of nice because we're we're our big launch is going to be um april 1st exciting. so i know super exciting we have a news interview scheduled literally for like the week before so hopefully like our launch will be like our interview on oh goodness, i know what? like that's from like private info um <laughs> but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna launch it's coming up quick. Um, we're pretty much done with our renovation. So we took a 1970 um, Miley horse trailer. It was a two horse trailer and we turned it into the bar that it is now. Wow. Um, yeah, so it comes with a two tap system for kegs, a sink, a cooler system, two like fun bars to hang out at. It's like pretty decked out. Um, so it should be done within like the next couple of weeks. And then we're having a photo shoot and then that news thing, and then we launch. So we've gotten tons of inquiries and we're, you know, on the cusp of getting our first like five bookings ready. So things are looking good. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. You're off to a, an amazing start. It sounds like already yeah, even, and even luckier that you are doing all of this and actually getting business in the middle of a pandemic too. It's surreal that and I guess that is a good news from the start I guess if you can do this in the middle of a pandemic sheesh, <laughs> imagine what it's gonna be like once we're out of this so that is super, and so you are based in Sonoma are you in Sonoma County then so we are currently in Sonoma County however um we are moving to Oregon in four weeks Ooh, so oh. we just announced that like a couple weeks ago, we've gotten everything transferred now. So we found a place to live, which was the most important part. Um, but yeah, so we're moving to Bend, Oregon in literally a month. So many <laughs> exciting out. things for you. Jeez. So many exciting things. Yeah, as much as like we love Sonoma County, I really want to be closer to my grandma who lives in um, that area. And I we've been visiting there so often and found that there's, so much market for this. Um, there's so many fun events happening and the beverage industry is booming over there. So we decided to make the move. Even better. Now, how did that work with the licenses and kind of all that having to transfer it to a new state? Yeah, I'm still kind of learning. Um, <laughs> it, it was 
it's definitely confusing and the government websites just mm-hmm. I feel like are not English um <laughs> but they are apparently because we figured it out um basically we just had to switch over our, our LLC which is what title we decided to choose for our company um because we have such limited liability we were like you know what let's just go with an LLC for now because you can always change to be a different kind of company um, in the future and so we just transferred that as to be a foreign LLC which is basically like if if you're performing business out of the state that you originated in you're a foreign entity and that was kind of it so it was easy but also like you know, I, I think I hope I did it right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what you can hope for because, yeah, how do you even, I guess, you don't know until you get it. Exactly. Wrong, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're talking to a business consultant in Oregon once we move up there because I'm like, can you please, like I did here, like, can you just cross check me? Because exactly. like I said, I'm very green. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I don't think anyone would expect you to. I mean, you are just doing this for the first time yeah a lot of work it is a lot of work but just like it was before it will be worth it I'm sure yeah thank you yeah you know it's definitely rewarding and the amount of interest that we've gotten already is like so hopeful for us so it's really so exciting now I I know I keep going back to the pandemic but Mm -hmm. is it will you be doing um like is it more like parties and stuff that you that you do like personal events or is it like bigger events with other yeah companies yeah that's a good question kind of a mixture so I think our main target audience is weddings Mm -hmm. and we have decided with COVID obviously we want to be safe and follow all of the COVID regulations and all that so we have decided not to take any events with a larger guest count than 20 um for the first couple months just because you know we want to make sure that as people are getting the vaccine and things are starting to open up you know we want to be safe um we have implemented some COVID practices that I think will continue no matter what because being clean and and safe is the best way to be when especially when you're running a a catering business um so there's definitely like it's it's like a whole other thing that we had to think about that we didn't think we would need to you know when we were first thinking about starting a business but you know I don't unfortunately think COVID is going you know to be gone as fast as we'd all hope so we do have to take it into consideration and you know we've been trying to talk to our brides and grooms who we have booked for July and like like you know let's let's think about it because your guest count of 150 is looking a little big for COVID right now so it's definitely been more like baby showers and birthdays and backyard gatherings and things that we can be socially distanced for and and because we are in a trailer and separated from guests you know we feel safe that we're not going to transfer anything to guests and that we won't you know we're going to have a plexiglass screen and all that stuff so it's definitely been a whole other element that we have to think of, but it wouldn't be life without some roller coasters. <laughs> of course not. At least you're getting to build everything during COVID, oh. so you so it makes it a little bit easier, I guess. Absolutely. It sounds like you have everything pretty much planned out, and it sounds like you know what you're doing. Even if you think you don't, it sounds like- Thank you. you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm a planner or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
who would have ever thought (laughs) to wrap it up a little bit yeah um do you have any recommendations for people who are looking at starting their own business yeah anyone can do it and I think if you take the time to research and really look into the market that you are going into and make sure that there's a need for it you don't want to put your time and energy into something that you're not going to get the same results back that you would you know, you would want if you put in as much effort as you should. And I think definitely market research is the most, one of the most important things. Um, I say, take the leap because as scary as it might be, I know that, you know, money stress is a big thing, but if you can do it, because when else are you going to be able to, you know, life doesn't stop. So take some moments and take some deep breaths and do a lot of research and you got this. <laughs> well, just like what you did. Exactly. Figure it out. exactly. So, thank you so much for your time and all of these tips. It was wonderful chatting with you and getting to know a little bit about your experiences. Yeah. Um, and I look forward to having everyone else hear about your time at Sonoma State and once you graduated. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. You heard it here and both guests said it themselves that anyone can start a business, which means you can do it too. Now remember that not every small business has to start with a communications degree. This is open to any and all majors because it is your own business. By focusing on your education path, just like you are doing by simply listening to this podcast, you are already in the right direction. The Career Center is here to help. You have access to numerous tools and assistance to guide you through this process. Our goal is to set each student up for success in their future endeavors for any path they wish to choose. Tune in to the SSU Career Chat every Thursday for helpful tips and possible ideas for career paths. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your time and ambition to thrive in your education and career development. Keep up the good work.